powerful and intriguing tips and tricks for speakers by speakers. Welcome to the Key5 Podcast with your host, Robert Ferguson. Welcome to the Key5 Podcast for speakers by speakers. For show notes and to get free stuff, go to key5podcast.com. Today, we're talking with Casey Cobb, a software engineer, angel investor, writer, speaker, inventor, and co-founder of three companies, including the web development agency, Project Ricochet. Let's get started. So, Casey, give us a uh, one-sentence descriptor of what you do. Well, um, you know, I've, I've, I've co-founded, as you mentioned, I've co-founded three companies, but I'm actually involved in... Uh, six different companies actively and 13 different companies in total. So I'm, I'm, I'm basically what I do is I run around making sure that everybody is moving forward uh, according to the mission and vision of the, the given venture. Um, and that nothing, nothing is, is getting stuck essentially. It might not always go as fast as I want, but you know, that's basically what I do is I just make sure that these things don't get stuck and that also, um, you know, I, I evangelize about these ideas uh, in, in the, the speaking engagements that I do. Wow, you are a busy guy. <laughs> well, tell us, how did you get started in the speaking business? Well, I just have a passion for sharing these ideas that have helped me uh, earn a, a fair degree of success. And um, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to sell my time or, or anything like that. I just really want to share these ideas. So how I got started was I just... You know, I, I have an agency consultant, uh, Carl Sakis. Um, if you go sakisandcompany.com, he uh, helped me basically, you know, kind of construct a speaking plan and, you know, be, be a professional speaker rather than just a dude who wants to talk about stuff. There's a bunch of other things that you have to do to actually be successful in it um, if you want to, you know, get actually book real speaking engagements. So that's, that's kind of how I got started. I just ask for help. Well, that was a wise move. And uh, so interesting to, I think we learn a lot from our mistakes. What's some of the biggest mistakes, biggest mistakes you've made and have learned from so far? Yeah, I think the biggest mistake I made was just not, just, just thinking that this was going to happen because I'm passionate about my stuff and I'm, I'm doing a lot of things. So, you know, if I were to do it over again, I would have sought professional help a lot more quickly. And just said like, Hey, what do I, you know, I, I'm a big fan of consultants and you know, I'm a consultant and I, I just, I like finding people who know exactly what to do and using, making very good use of my time and say, okay, what are the five things I need to do? And I will do those things rather than trying to figure it out myself. So I, that, that's probably the biggest mistake I've made. <laughs> so I'm curious in working with Carl and, and those at other consultants, are there a couple key things that you have learned? Uh, so far that you've changed in order to be a better speaker? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I'm going to sound like a jerk here, but I, I've, I really enjoy speaking and I, I think I'm a pretty good speaker. I don't really need to prep much and I can get, get in front of a bunch of people and, and talk about uh, the things that I'm most passionate about because it just comes straight from the heart. Um, but there's uh, in, in the book, I forget what, um, I forget the title, but Carl's got a book, uh, the, I think the digital, some, I think it's his first or second book, but he's got literally a checklist of stuff you got to do, you got to have to be a, a speaker. So, you know, j just doing those things, like going down that list 
and he's got the whole format, the whole template. So that was really easy uh, for me to actually, uh, it, it was more the logistics and the execution of it than the actual speaking stuff, which I think with most things, it's, it's all the little details. It's the actual execution that's most important, right? The stuff that we think is most important in business and in speaking and whatever actually is the easy stuff, but it seems like the most intimidating stuff. It's kind of a paradoxical uh, formula in my experience. Hmm. That makes sense. I love the checklist idea. I think we all need that. Um, Casey, what are some of the things you do if you have an upcoming engagement to speak? That you, what do you do to prepare for that speech? Yeah, so I, I just pick a topic that I've, you know, kind of, I talk about, and I don't have anything written down. Uh, if it's very similar to a, an engagement I've done in the past, I have my slides, but I'll just go through the main points I want to, I want to convey, and I'll make my slides around those points, and I won't practice, <laughs> and it sounds kind of crazy, but, and I just get up and talk and, and follow my, fo follow my slides as cues, but, you know, I've talked about this stuff for for decades. I don't, I, I generally, you know, all this stuff, like I said, is coming straight from the heart. So, uh, those are just kind of to keep me on pace, but that's my preparation is the checklist of all the things that you need to have. And then my slides. And I just, I just get up and talk. Wow. And have you had any feedback on that? Your approach that, um, what, what do you think resonates most by your approach versus other speakers? I think it's the sincerity. So if you, if you look at speakers like Chip Conley, on, he's got a TED Talk. Um, he's a very successful entrepreneur. He's just getting up talking about his, his stuff. He knows it really well. He's conveying some ideas. Um, he's not practiced and wrote. And, you know, uh, they're, they're, to me, there's something really endearing about a speaker who is just literally speaking about what they know. They might, might have some ums and some ahs and uh, some pauses and, uh, but when that sincerity can shine through, that to me is a lot better than somebody who's practiced their pitch a thousand times and all the pauses are very, you know, perfectly, uh, perfectly timed and the jokes are perfectly timed. To me, that, that there's a little bit, um, you know, kind of lost in that. So for me, the, the, the speaking, the, the, the preparation of just somebody who's actually speaking and being very sincere is, you know, a really good thing to do ultimately. And that, that's you know, really what I'm looking for. A lot of TED Talks, you can see, you can tell the person's practiced a million times. And it's a TED Talk, right? I mean, of course you're going to. But um, there's something just really special about folks who you can tell they're just, it's coming straight from the heart. I get that. From the heart and the sincerity or authenticity is often described as a key ingredient for any successful speech. So tell us, uh, you know, you're, as you mentioned, you were busy with all these businesses you're running and you didn't really seek to become a professional speaker, but you are doing a lot of speaking. What are you doing to help promote that, that you're out there talking more? Yeah, it's, it's all about the network and getting listed as resources and talking about your topics. I've got my website, caseycobb.com, where I've got a video about what I speak about. I've got my all my resources, I put all the blog posts that I do. And when I, when I speak on a podcast like this or an interviewed, I put that up there. And over time, I'm not in a particular rush. So I don't need to make money from this. So it doesn't, I don't have any sense of urgency on this. I'm taking the 10 year, 10 year path. So I don't know that this is what a lot of the, the path that a lot of folks would go. But, you know, I, I just keep plugging along. And this is one of my things that I'm doing amidst many other things. And I just make sure that I'm making a little bit of progress every single week or month on it. 
and then it just doesn't ever stall out. Well, I like the progress idea. You're taking the long haul, uh, but yet you're building it with the right set of tools. If you were to recommend, I guess, um, some key tools, you mentioned your website, that speakers need to have as they build their business, what other things would you suggest? Yeah, so to me, the key tool, and this is the same in, in business and in speaking or any venture, any any success in life is that it's not really a tool. It's not an app. It's a, it's a mindset. And I've mentioned this a couple times in, in the different questions because I really truly believe it. It's not, you know, looking at all your ventures or your activities or your overarching goals, having, having something that you want to achieve and just making sure that every single day, week, and month, you are pushing that peanut forward just a little bit. And, you know, speaking is a venture. It's essentially a business. So depending on how urgent that is, you, you have less things that you're trying to push forward. But, People get overwhelmed by stuff and they, they end up procrastinating because it seems too big. But any venture, whether it be speaking or a company or you know, even parenting, can be broken down into very small bits and you can bite those little bits off with regularity. And that's the recommendation I'd make to anybody for anything if they want to achieve big things. It's stuff, it's little things over a long period of time rather than you know, being able to do a big thing all at once. Fabulous. I love the way you've looked at that, Casey. So as we, as we wrap this up, is there, if, is there a little tip, as you say, you can break things down, or a recommendation that you would offer to our listeners to improve their speaking ability? Yeah, uh, finding where your, your, your weaknesses are and then systematically working on those as, a, as, a, uh, as, a, as a one of your ventures. So, uh, you know, Toastmasters is a great tool for finding where you're uncomfortable as a speaker and then getting some really candid feedback from people, uh, you know, actually getting up and just speaking, you know, that's another way you can do that at, uh, in, in a whole host of different places, things that are just really informal to things that are more formal to, you know, meetups or, or whatever. So really just getting out there and doing it, making some mistakes, learning from them, but just always pushing forward. That's, that's the rec- That's a common thread in, in pretty much everything that I do. Well, and it's proven success for you. And Casey, we really appreciate you sharing this. Thank you very much. This has been great. And as we like to say to our listeners, we'll see you on the stage. Thanks. Now let's hear what Alan Hoffler has for us in our Millswick Minute. Today's speaking tip is about why the details matter and you should create a checklist for every speech. There is a lot to pay attention to when speaking. Your cue, your time the points and flow to your speech, the props, planted questions, the book table. Did you remember to bring the credit card reader? Thank you notes? What about your introduction? The gifts for your host? Handouts? Whew, with so many details swirling, it's sometimes amazing a speaker can talk at all. There's a lot going on in the mind of a stage performer. But take a lesson from the world of aviation. I don't want a thunderstorm, a glitch in air traffic control, or a failed instrument to bring down a plane I'm riding in, which is why every pilot on the planet has been trained to use a checklist. Before you take the stage, make sure every detail has been handled by using, or delegating, a checklist. It assures that you aren't relying on your memory to set up the key components of success that you require to pull off a spectacular show. The stakes are too high. Use your checklist.
I'm Alan Hoffler, and this is your Millswick Minute. Thanks, Alan. I can assure you that I'm using a checklist to complete every new podcast we produce for you. Well, this is the end of Season 1 of our Key 5 Speakers podcast. We'll let you know when Season 2 is ready. Of course, you can listen to all of our podcasts and learn more about our guests by going to key5podcast.com. That's K-E-Y and the number 5, podcast.com. So go to key5podcast.com today. Thanks for listening. This podcast was produced by your local studio. For more, go to key5podcast.com. Thank you.